0: Welcome back to the Deeper Dive Podcast, Catechism of the Catholic Church, in one year. Today is day 100, and we begin with number 733. God is love, and love is his first gift, containing all others. God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. Because we are dead, or at least wounded through sin, the first effect of the gift of love is the forgiveness of our sins. The communion of the Holy Spirit in the Church restores to the baptized the divine likeness lost through sin. He then gives us the pledge or first fruits of our inheritance, the very life of the Holy Trinity, which is to love as God has loved. This love, the charity of 1 Corinthians thirteen, is the source of the new life in Christ, made possible because we have received power from the Holy Spirit. By this pa- <clears throat> excuse me, by this power of the Holy of the Spirit. God's children can bear much fruit. He who has grafted us onto the true vine will make us bear the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. We live by the Spirit. The more we renounce ourselves, the more we walk by the Spirit. Through the Spirit, we are restored to paradise, led back to the kingdom of heaven, and adopted as children, given confidence to call God Father, and to share in Christ's grace, called children of light, and given a share in eternal glory. The mission of Christ and the Holy Spirit is brought to completion in the church, which is the body of Christ and the temple of the Holy Spirit. This joint mission henceforth brings Christ faithful to share in his communion with the Father in the Holy Spirit. The Spirit prepares men and goes out to them with his grace, in order to draw them to Christ. The Spirit manifests the risen Lord to them, recalls his word to them, and opens their minds to the understanding of his death and resurrection. He makes present the mystery of Christ, supremely in the Eucharist, in order to reconcile them, to bring them into communion with God, that they may bear much fruit. Thus, the Church's mission is not an addition to that of Christ and the Holy Spirit, but it but is its sacrament in her whole being and all her members. The church is sent to announce, bear witness, make present, and spread the mystery of the communion of the Holy Trinity, the topic of the next article. All of us who have received one and the same Spirit, that is, the Holy Spirit, are in, are in a sense blended together with one another and with God. For if, for if Christ, together with the Fathers and His own Spirit, comes to dwell in each of us, though we are many, still the spirit is one and undivided he binds together the spirits of each and every one of us and makes all appear as one in him for just as the power of christ's sacred flesh unites those in whom it dwells into one body i think that in the same way the one and undivided spirit of god who dwells in all leads all into spiritual unity because the holy spirit is the anointing of christ it is christ who is the head of the body pours out the Spirit among His members to nourish, heal, and organize them in their mutual functions, to give them life, send them to bear witness, and associate them to His self-offering to the Father and to His intercession for the whole world. Through the Church's sacraments, Christ communicates His holy and sanctifying Spirit to the members of His body. This will be the topic of Part 2 of the Catechism. These mighty works of God, offered to believers in the sacraments of the Church, bear their fruit in the new life in Christ, according to the Spirit. This will be the topic of part three. The Spirit helps us in our weakness, for we do not know how to pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes with sighs too deep for words. The Holy Spirit, the artisan of God's works, is the master of prayer. This will be the topic of part four. Father.
1: Thanks, Bill. You may have heard the little theme that came through in the last Uh, three paragraphs of this section which is basically this is the next topic this is the whole section and and you know sometimes it's good to look at at these kind of little structural things and kind of recognize um why why it's said that way and and the church is in this way and this catechism is reminding us the spirit moves throughout every aspect of the church right it's not just a dogma thing and it stays in part one but it is also a question of how we worship and how we um, live our life morally and how we pray that the spirit is a part of each of these things. And so it's important as we, as we reflect on the nature of the Holy spirit and how she moves or how he moves in the church to be able to say, Oh yeah, yeah the spirit moves in every part, right? Every person as a collective unity and in the single body of Christ, we are as spirit moves, not only, uh, in the individual, but in the whole person and and in every aspect of that person's life. Um, But I think maybe it's helpful to see uh, that, just kind of draw attention maybe a little bit to this one line, right? That the church's mission is not an addition to that of Christ and the Holy Spirit, but is its sacrament. That is an outward sign that actually does confer grace, right? That this word, although it's not listed among our seven, it is still the church is the sacrament of God's love. Right? We're, we're called, because God lives, dwell, lives and dwells within us, uh, to, to reflect him, to reflect this perfect love that, that God has shown us to the rest of the world and to, to manifest it physically, much as the Eucharist physically manifests the body and the real presence of Christ. Just like confession, we manifest our sins, calling them individually and numbering them and and describing them in kind, just like each of the sacraments has this outward sign of what is going on inwardly. That the church is that outward sign of this inward reality, which is God dwelling within us. That it is a beautiful gift of and a, and a mysterious gift, and that we never get to its completion on you know at least on earth to be able to say this is what. This is what we're called to be, to be a reflection of God's love, to be a reflection of God's fidelity towards us, and to be a reflection of God's fruitfulness in the world, in the church, in the individual, to to always be the sacrament of the great mystery of God within us.